Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Dates Star War Edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Uh, yeah, we're doing another one of these. We're going to do episode six. Again, our order, four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, because that's, that's How the real life. How many ladybugs came to the ladybug picnic? Oh, man, they would teach you to count so bad that way. Four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. There, there aren't any more. Yeah, that's it. So gotta go to twelve, huh? There's twelve ladybugs at the ladybug. <laughs> well, because well, then you've got um, you got the one about stealing the Death Star plans. That's episode yeah. fucking three and a half. Yeah, but it's like three point nine. And then you got the solo. That's like a no wait, because then that's episode like that's like three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch in there before four. Hey, <clears throat> let's just do it. Okay. Uh, not now, honey, please. I'm, I'm right in the middle of a, uh, giant space war. I, I enjoy talking to you. Uh, yes you do, but like I said, this, uh, space war, what can I do? Alien. <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi. <clears throat> the Empire is back on their bullshit with an even more powerful Death Star. Yeah, man. But it's so of, good, it's so good they built it twice. That's exactly right. Um, but all the most important people in the rebellion are on Tatooine trying to rescue Han Solo from Jabba's palace. They got their priorities real straight. Yeah. Uh, on that big bad Death Star, uh, Vader shuttles in to harass the commander about schedule overruns and to threaten him with the impending visit of the Emperor. Hmm. But first, we got to do 40 minutes on Tatooine. So here we go. <laughs> yep. Uh, Threeps and R2 approach Jabba's palace, and they're concerned because Lando and poor Chewbacca never came back from their own mission. You know, the one that ended the last movie. Yeah, they're like, we're off to go save Han or Han. We're off to save Han and then and nothing. How much time has passed since the end of that movie? Don't worry about it. <laughs> um. They get sassed by the door robot, but uh, it lets them in. And uh, R2 plays a hologram from Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker, who asks for an audience to bargain for Han's life and offers the two droids as a gift. Yes, self-proclaimed Jedi Knight. That's right. Uh, Jabba monologues to no one that he won't give up his favorite wall hanging and then sends the two droids down to the robot torture room. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there, an aggressively British robot <laughs> sends Threeps back up as an interpreter and R2 to work on Jabba's sail barge. Yeah, I will say they, um, the operation they've got down there for droid torture is <laughs> is pretty extensive. It's a robust operation. Jabba also can only spare one room. Like, this is clearly all, this is all of robot HR. Oh, yeah. 
that guy's assigning jobs. The, his buddy in the corner is burning uh, gronk, gonk droid feet. One of them's on the fucking rack or whatever. Yeah, it's being, just being pulled apart. Yeah. Uh, everyone watches a song and dance number where Jabba drops one of the dancers into a pit. And then a little tiny bounty hunter shows up with Chewbacca in tow. Mm. Uh, he and Jabba settle on a price for the Wookiee. And Chewie gets hauled off in chains. Um, but we see that Lando is there. He's got a weird mask and helmet on, and he seems to be one of Jabba's palace guards. He's got a helmet that includes some tusks that are aimed at his own face. It doesn't seem like a useful helmet. Uh, well, especially because it seems a little loose. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite So, fit. like, you know, so, uh, one of those pigmen guards could come and slap him in the back and... Uh, tusks he, in the face? He might get tusks in the face. Yeah, it could be. Just, just a hey, buddy, how's it going? Could tusk him pretty good. Uh, I guess everybody just falls asleep in the main room. <laughs> Isn't that uh, shitty? Everyone who's in his stupid uh, fucking posse in, in Java's posse has to fall asleep in the main fucking area because he's too fat to leave it. It seems like that's the reason. Um, well, so anyway, once it's dark. That same little tiny bounty hunter goes up to the frozen Han Solo and starts thawing him out. Uh, this guy tells Han that he has hibernation sickness, and even though he's blind now, his eyesight's going to return. And then he takes off his mask, and it's Princess Leia. Yeah, that's that's. I don't know what it was like the first time somebody saw it, but it definitely didn't surprise me the fiftieth time I saw it. Is that good? Yeah. Uh, it's a good note. Okay. <laughs> that this we should go back in time and tell Lucas, hey, the surprise doesn't hold up. Once you yeah, know it's on 50th viewing, really, I gotta say, it was pretty <laughs> dull, that whole that whole opening bit on Tatooine. Anyway, I guess Jabba was watching the whole thing behind a screen, because uh, he's got all his favorite assholes with him, mm-hmm. and he laughs it up real good at the two of them. Salacious and Crumb he... is there, all of them, man. <laughs> Salacious Crumb, Boba Fett's back there. I think I saw a uh, Mon, he's hanging around. That's you never know. That guy's that guy's all around. Don't don't. There is a different elephant guy in this one. Max Rebo is he's oh, different. It was probably Max Rebo then. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, he uh, sends Han to jail and puts him in the same cell with Chewie, and this is constantly happening. They're constantly putting Han Solo in the cell with his enormous dog, mm-hmm. and. In a different movie, that would be a mistake, but I guess in this one, it's pretty okay. Yeah, they did it last yeah. movie, too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Chewbacca tells him Luke's coming for him, so don't, you know, don't sweat it too much. And uh, here he is. The door to Jabba's palace opens, and a cloaked figure passes through, and uh, force chokes or does something even worse <laughs> to some of these pigmen guards? Yep. He puts them down quick. Yeah, they don't even bother showing us what's up with them. Yeah. Uh, makes his way to the throne room, uses uh, old Jedi mind tricks on uh, Jabba's major domo. Mr. Head I Tails. Have, I have forgotten that guy's name. Yeah. Head Tails, um, Head Tails Sam. Yep. Head Tails Sam. Anyway, Jabba's immune to this shit. That's good. And uh, he drops Luke and one of the pigmen into that same trapdoor from before. I mean, by the way, there's apparently no solidarity among pigmen because the other guys are, I think this oh, they is think hilarious. It's, they think it's funny as hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
that guy gets eaten by a huge monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The huge the, monster comes in, eats him right away. The Rancor or something? The Rancor, yeah. I mean, the pigmen are Gamorrean guards. I don't know how in deep, how, how detailed <laughs> we want to get into this, right? I, didn't, I don't know whether they said Rancor. I think they said it. Didn't they? Or maybe nah, it sh- I don't think so. Then how did I know what it was called? I don't then know. Then how did I you know, know? You know his fat buddy is the Rancor Keeper. Well, I feel bad for that guy. He's the only yeah. bad guy in the movie. You just go, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Luke uh, jams a big bone in this monster's mouth and runs away and uh, then throws a rock real good. I don't know if that's Jedi stuff, <laughs> but he uh, crushes this monster's head in a door and the monster's keeper cries. It's all very touching. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. That ruined job is fun, so he has Han and Luke and Chewie brought in, and he sentences them to death in the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, not like an immediate cool death where you just shoot them in the head or something. They gotta take them to another location outdoors. And make them walk the plank. Yeah, everybody. Everybody yeah. in the palace has to get on board his yacht and go to another location. Yeah. It's great. Anyway, on the sail barge, we've got R2 serving drinks mm-hmm. while, uh, Max Rebo plays the red ball jet organ. Wow, you're and, all over this. <laughs> and uh, Jabba menaces Leia sexually. Yep. R2 hints to C-3PO that there's a plan, but so far it just looks like Luke is going to have to walk the plank. Yeah. But then he nods at Lando, who is somehow one of the guards on his little skiff, and he gives a a fruity little salute to R2. Yeah, there is a fires his fires his lightsaber up in the air so he can do some Olympic diving. <laughs> There's a ton of face work in this scene. There's that scene is like 45 seconds where he's looking around at everybody and yep. giving nods and salutes to everyone. <laughs> yeah, it strongly implies that this is Luke's entire plan, but it's a wild one if that's the case. He, he look, if he predicted all of this, then he he's got some real fucking powers. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, anyway, he does a full double gainer off of the plank and catches his lightsaber in midair and starts cutting jerks all up. Uh, Boba Fett rockets down because he's too dumb to not get into this. But yeah. the power of farce sends him down into the Sarlacc. Seriously, bro, you got um, you got a rocket pack? Just yeah. go away from here. Don't don't stay there. Yeah, just don't fly, don't get in close. Fly into that desert. And don't use all your fuel or anything. Just fly far enough that you can kind of see what's happening, but you're far away. Like you're not yeah. in, in, in any of that action. He has a he has a rocket pack and guns and a missile on his arm, and he's he can uh, shoot people with ropes and stuff. Yeah, but for some reason he wants to get in real close and use those ropes. <laughs> yeah, I think he thinks he's gonna get another bounty for this. Yeah, hey, I caught him again. Was <laughs> that? Do I get another bunch of money? I know you didn't. We didn't agree on any kind of contract or anything, <laughs> but I just, I mean, he's right here. I got him. I kind of did it on spec. So, yeah, he just, like, he just gets, a, like, a, the butt end of a gun or something in his incredibly fragile rocket pack and gets shot off the side of the barge into the Sarlacc. So oh, that yeah. ain't great. He goes down like a punk. Someone, isn't it, uh, doesn't Han blindly turn around and accidentally hit him in the rocket yeah, pack? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Leia uses her chain leash to choke Jabba to death. Then she jumps on the deck gun and uh, fires it into the barge. R2 pushes Threeps off and down into the sand. Luke and Leia swing over to one of the little skiffs as the barge blows up. Uh, mm. Luckily, the skiff has a big magnet on the bottom, so they snag them droids right back up, and the whole rescue is over. They done it. Yeah. 
then the Falcon goes back to the fleet while Luke takes his X-Wing to Dagobah to uh, keep a promise he made to an old friend. Uh-huh. We know it's Yoda. There's no reason for him not to say what the promise is, but he doesn't. Yeah, who else is on Dagobah? He could only be yeah. talking about Yoda or the Force Ghost of what's his name. He doesn't have to go to Dagobah <laughs> to talk to that guy. Or uh, does well, he? Well, that's, that's the only place he shows up at this point, but that's fine. Uh, meanwhile, the Emperor arrives on the new Death Star, and uh, Vader's put it back on schedule, and he tells Vader, I know you want to go looking for Luke Skywalker again, but you don't you don't got it. He's going to come to you this time. I yeah. read the script. Right. And, um, and then we cut back to Yoda's hut, and Luke can't keep the shock at this guy's sudden decrepitness off of his face. Yeah. And, uh, and no wonder... He is going to die today. Yep. He held out just long enough for Luke to come back, yep. it turns out. So he lays down to die, but first he's got a l- just like a little bit of business to clear up. Yeah. He says to Luke, um, you have to face Vader before you're officially a Jedi. Yeah, so stop going around telling everyone you're a Jedi, because <laughs> like, technically you're not, and it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, yes, Vader is your father. Yep. Uh, I mean, at first he does a version of, I don't want to, I'm not here to talk about the past as well. <laughs> when he pretends that he's too sleepy to talk about it. Yes. <laughs> Why are they so shitty? Why are Yoda and Obi-Wan so shitty? He's like, is... how come you didn't tell me my dad was Darth Vader? And he's like, oh, so sleepy I am. This is fucking not even Yoda's lie. That he is now, he's, he's been committed to it somehow. Uh, just a reminder, beware of the dark side. Forever will it cloud your destiny, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't underestimate the Emperor. Oh, and there's another Skywalker, and then he's gone. Yeah. I mean, he really struggles hard to get Skywalker out. Yeah, Skywalker's tough. He, he should have just said, you got, a, you got a sister. He should have timed it a little bit better. He needed like 10 more seconds in there to do a good job. Yeah, well, no. It was on the clock. He had to die today. Yep. Uh, Luke goes outside to, I guess, complain to R2 that he can't do it. This is too much. And, uh, Obi-Wan appears to (laughs) weasel out of his lie. (laughs) Yes, he does. He tells him, nothing is real. Your perception (laughs) determines your reality. It's all relative, right? Uh, lying is just a lot of fun and I love to do it. Uh That's why I said I wasn't Obi-Wan at first when you met me. Also, you're telling me you can't kill your dad and I think you're a real piece of shit for that. Yeah. I'm going to shrug and look at the camera like, this fucking guy won't kill his dad for me. Yeah. Uh, he finishes up Yoda's last thought for him, too. Tells Luke he has a twin sister. And Luke immediately knows it's Leia. Yeah. That's not great. Uh, and then also, by the way, Obi-Wan tells him to lie. <laughs> hey, just hey, just keep that one under your hat, buddy. Just like we tried yeah. to do. Hey, push that one way down deep. <laughs> uh, back on the Alliance fleet. Uh, Lando has been tapped to lead the fighter attack in the Falcon as, uh, and as Mon Mothma goes over the, the plan, which is to destroy the Death Star while the Emperor's on board. Yeah, okay. It becomes clear that Han is leading the attack on the shield generator down on the Sanctuary Moon of Endor. I don't know what Sanctuary Moon means, but they say it 20 or 30 times. <laughs> I, um, it's also referred to as a forest moon, and I wonder if that's some kind of political divide. Oh. <laughs> Is this a left-right thing where some people call it a sanctuary moon and some people just call it a forest moon? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's san- the sanctuary has got 
some political capital associated with it. And they're just like, I don't know, man. Uh, Luke and Chewie and Leia are all going on the shuttle with Han for personal reasons, which is a great plan. Yep. Um, and, uh, then Lando promises Han, Jesus. No, it's not your fault. He calls him Han. Han. He does call him Han. (laughs) That he's going to bring the Falcon back intact and the shuttle team departs. On the Death Star, the Emperor reveals that he's aware of the whole rebel plan. It's a big fucking trap. And he sends Vader to the command ship to hide the fleet. But Vader and Luke can sense each other as the shuttle approaches. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so although they clear the shuttle to go on to the moon, his plan is to go deal with it in person. Yeah, even though the Emperor straight told him, he'll come to you. Relax. Exactly. Uh, Down in Muir Woods... (laughs) Uh, Han and Chewie fuck up an ambush on some scout troopers, and Leia and Luke have to chase them down on speeder bikes. It's a whole big thing. They split up. Leia gets knocked off her bike. Luke has to jump off his to avoid a tree. Then he cuts a guy down with his lightsaber. And when he gets back to camp, there's no sign of Leia, and everyone abandons the whole military plan and sets out looking for her. That's all these guys do. They're always looking for their friends. But who finds her? A weird little murder bear with a spear and a leather hat. Yeah, he was very cute, though. Uh, these two get ambushed by troopers, but they fight them off together, <laughs> and then the little guy takes her home. Yeah, she starts to head off toward what she thinks is home, and he goes, no, 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 this way. It's going to be pretty amazing. He's got. I've got a dress for you and everything, he says to her. Yep. Uh, Vader. He comes to see the Emperor. Um, and he tells him, hey, that shuttle that landed on Endor, that's got my boy Luke on board. The Emperor again shows off, fucking flexes. He's foreseen that Luke will deliver himself to Vader and that his compassion for his father will be his undoing, yada, yada, yada. Uh, meanwhile, Luke and Han find Leia's busted speeder bike thing. What, what are those things called? Uh, speed, speeder bikes, that's okay. what I call them. All right. Um, and her dumb hat. They find her dumb hat, too. And R2 can't find her on sensors. Uh, Chewie smells a dead animal and walks everybody into a primitive trap where they all get strung up in a big net. Um, R2 cuts them out of it, but then the gang is surrounded by all them other teddy bears who, uh, I guess, recapture them. The Ewoks aren't impressed by... Have we said these guys are Ewoks yet? They're Ewoks. Ah, they're Ewoks. Don't worry about it. I don't think anyone says it in the movie. The Ewoks aren't impressed by Han, Luke, or even Chewbacca, but the sight of 3PO puts them in a fucking trance. They're, like, um, real worshipful and stuff. Uh, 3PO says the Ewoks think uh, he's a god. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I guess he understands the language good enough for that. Um, they uh, they take him back to the village and they plan to eat the three dudes in a big like three PO <laughs> feast, like to to fucking feast their god. Everybody tries to get three PO to tell him to uh, set them free. Luke says threaten them with some fucking biblical anger, and then he levitates three PO with his mind to really hammer this point home. Uh, and properly manipulated, they set everybody free and begin worshiping three PO again. He tells them the story of these heroes and of the evil empire with sound effects and everything in an effort to turn this primitive village into, I guess, a makeshift infantry for this battle that has nothing to do with them. I mean, it's it's kind of combined forces. They have the hang glider 
uh, guys. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. That's true. It's not all. It's not. It's not all. They have a, They have some catapults. So <laughs> some I artillery. Think yeah, it's 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 a combined force. It's not just it's not pure infantry. Okay. Well, anyway, the gang is initiated into the tribe, I guess, and Luke goes outside to brood a little bit. Leia follows him out. Uh, Han definitely notices that. Luke and Leia chat about her mom for a minute, and Luke says, Vader's here, and I I gotta go to Vader, or else the mission's in trouble. He tells her Vader's his dad, and then he also tells her that, um, he tells her in a real roundabout way, I, you know, I got the Force, and, like, my dad, my dad had the Force, and, uh, also my sister has the Force, as you, you, that's you, you're my sister. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't lie that much. Uh, anyway, uh, she, he. I think he just decided not to even worry about what Obi Wan said. That's a good. That's actually a really good idea because I don't think that guy. I think the Force Ghost is the same age that old Ben was, and his he <laughs> don't have all his marbles. Yeah, no, that's how it works when you become a Force Ghost. You are the same the age, age you when were you when you when you died. Yes. We'll see that later. Definitely, don't worry sure. about it. <laughs> uh, anyway, she also says she's always known that they were siblings. So I guess they both always knew and still did lots of enthusiastic kissing. Yeah. Um, Luke says there's good invader and that he can be saved. Han walks out and gets kind of pissy about her keeping secrets from him. Whatever. Um, Luke does indeed surrender to Vader. He calls Vader father and says he knows Vader won't turn on him. Um, it's, uh, he can be redeemed. Um, anyway, Vader says he's going to turn him over to his new master, the Emperor himself. He's not. He hasn't turned yet. Anyway, everything's about to pop off now. The gang uh, on the moon is at the entrance to the fucking shield room. And um, they're about to bust in there. And the rebel fleet's about to head for Death Star 2. So get ready for some battle montages, probably. An Ewok steals a bike. And some (laughs) stormtroopers go after him. (laughs) This is really, these guys are not doing a very good job. Han fools the last sad guard into being captured. And then they enter that shield room. Again, they got to turn off this fucking shield so that the Death Star can be attacked by the fleet. Uh, Vader takes Luke to the Imperial Cargo Bay or wherever the Emperor hangs out these days. There's a lot of barrels around. <laughs> I don't know why he sits there. Uh, it, it, yeah, you mean those weird flowers that bloom both above and below the deck that he's on? <laughs> it's a weird space for sure. He's, he's definitely from the weirdest room on the ship. He probably just sent those two jesters he always hangs out with to go find the weirdest room on the ship. This is I, where I shall sit. I couldn't decide if I wanted to talk about those guys for an hour or not at all. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about them in my notes. <laughs> Uh, Luke remains resolute, refusing to turn the way his father had, uh, before. The Emperor reveals he already knows about the impending rebel attack and that it is of no concern. He even leaked the info about the shield generator and the gang will soon be captured on Endor. Uh, and that goes down for sure. They're captured easily. Then the rebel fleet jumps in, but they immediately realize they are fucked. The shield is still up and it is one big fucking trap. The Imperial fleet comes in for the kill, and there's still 40 minutes left in this film, so you can guess that it is not over. The Emperor is trying to convince Luke to feel the hatred inside him, and I guess attack him, because then it'll be too late, too late for him. Yeah, you remember when uh, Anakin Skywalker, I don't want to get into episode three yet. No, but we have lots of time. So much time. This is his perpetual game plan. 
yeah, yep. go ahead and try and kill me. That'll just make you evil. Yep. And I don't I don't understand it any of the times he employs it. Yep. Uh, Luke initially resists this urge, heeding the warning Yoda gave him earlier about hate and fear and whatever. Uh, as the rebel forces marched out under guard into the woods, 3PO calls out um, to like lure some guys over. And the force that goes to grab him, uh, and R2, is ambushed by the Ewoks, who have very much joined this fucking space war. Yep. The Ewoks come out of hiding and attack the whole legion of Imperial troops. And this fight goes on for a long time. The door code to get into the shield room, because they gotta go back in there again, has uh, changed, and R2 goes to go open it. Um... Things are going very badly in space. Uh, Wedge and Lando and Admiral Akbar are barely keeping this shit together. And even worse, the Imperial Destroyers haven't even started shooting yet. I think they're part of the Emperor's morale ploy against Luke. That's something like that. As is the Death Star's sister, Rey, or whatever they call their big cannon. Yeah, the, um... The Emperor... Maybe he's gone a little lightning happy or something by this point, because not none of his plans make a lot of sense. They're all very risky. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of what we talked about with Luke, and Han's kind of the same way, and I will have a lot to say about it later. Um, anyway, so that big gun on the uh, Death Star 2, that's finally turned on the Rebel fleet while Luke looks on. While Luke looks on. <clears throat> Akbar wants to bail, but uh, Lando convinces him to give Han's team more time. R2 takes what appears to be a fatal blow from a <laughs> blaster again. Because he took one in, what was it, was it four or five where he took the last fatal blow? Uh, I mean, in four he gets shot by Domed. a TIE fighter right in the dome. <laughs> yeah. But that apparently was not lethal. Nope. Um, the Ewoks are on the run too. Shit's just going so bad everywhere. Uh, the Rebel fleet's now caught between the Imperial fleet and the Death Star, and Luke finally snaps. He, uh, fucking telekinesis his lightsaber into his hands and goes after the Emperor, but is stopped by Vader. So it's time for another duel. Chewie and an Ewok board an Imperial walker and use it against the other ones and against the soldiers on the ground. A series of booby traps kill some more troopers as well as another walker or two, and the tide is turning thanks to these Ewoks. Uh, Han still isn't having any luck with the door, though, and uh, Leia gets shot. Uh, a walker approaches them, but no worries, it's just Chewbacca, and Han has inspiration for a new plan. Meanwhile, this, the lightsaber duel continues up in space. Luke uses the same trash talk strategy on his father that the Emperor uses on him, but like, reverse just keep saying stuff to him about how he knows there's good in him or whatever yep back on the moon han tricks the imperial troops into opening the door and he captures them on death star 2 luke does a whoopsie and lets vader know about his daughter leia and when vader threatens uh when vader threatens to go after her too luke goes off and tears into vader like a fucking savage and he beats him down and cuts off his hand and the emperor loves this shit but his (laughs) yeah his taunting um, has the opposite effect it's supposed to. It really wakes Luke up, who refuses to kill Vader, and he throws his saber away. On the moon, Han blows up the shield generator, and up in space, the Rebel fleet detects the Death Star's vulnerability and moves in for the kill. Just then, the Emperor uses his cool lightning powers that have definitely never backfired on him before <laughs> to char Luke good. 
As he relentlessly zaps Luke, Vader looks on in some non-emoting horror. Uh, Luke begs for his life, and Vader gives him a big no, and grabs Palpy and throws him down a, a long fucking shaft. Uh, the Emperor explodes like a fucking bomb at the bottom, so I, at this point I'm f- like 45% sure he's gone forever. <laughs> it's Star Wars, <laughs> so you can't really go higher than that. I mean, he turned into a cloud of evil magic, so <laughs> that's usually pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Vader's in pretty bad shape, too. He got all caught up in the Force lightning, and his you know his hand got cut off before, and he generally lives in a big iron lung, so it's he's just not in good shape. Uh, Lando takes the Falcon inside the Death Star and heads for its core. Why there is a starship-sized hole in the Death Star that leads to its main power core thing, I can't say. Maybe yeah, that it was guy, on schematics. <laughs> maybe that guy intentionally built that into the design, too, but, but no one got it. You know, the guy from the <laughs> other movie. Yeah. Yeah, you Galen Urso. <laughs> like, he built in two. He built in the big one and the small one, and he's like, I bet they'll only catch the small one. <laughs> um... Luke is trying to take Vader to safety, but he says, nah, it's too late. Uh, death time started. Luke helps him take off his mask and reveals his nasty gray dome and weird British accent. They share some final words, and Vader, now Anakin again, dies while sad Imperial Death March plays in the background. Wedge's X-Wing and Lando's Falcon blow the core on the Death Star as Luke escapes in a shuttle. The Rebels and Ewoks on Endor view the explosion in orbit. Leia tells Han uh, she can feel that Luke is safe. Uh, Han thinks he's got it all figured out and that he's he's going to stay out of the way so she and Luke can really fuck good. And she finally tells him, nah, we're siblings, so we'll probably only fuck a little. Yep. (laughs) Then we get a weird Viking funeral for Vader. Bad CGI inserts of the whole fucking galaxy celebrating. And then uh, an Ewok party back on Endor with, I think, All Night Long playing in the background. It is very like All Night Long. It's also not the music that played in the theatrical version. I do think it was. Yeah. Uh, This is just one of the many changes that Lucas thought were very important and had to be done. They also changed the song uh, in Jabba's Palace earlier. Yes, yes, they did. Uh, The fucking, the terrible shot of... um, the Gungans celebrating. He just, he really wants to stuff it in everyone's fucking face. That the Gungans exist and that he loves them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Luke, Luke sees force ghosts of Yoda, Old Ben, and now a young Hayden Christensen Anakin that he certainly never met. Uh, and we're out. <laughs> I guess they saved the damn day and the story is over and nothing else will ever happen with these guys. Yeah. It's an interesting film. It was very long. Uh, what do you think this one was about? So this is a tough one because, like with all of these movies, there's kind of a lot of different stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, faith and trust give you strength that you can't get from hierarchy and order. Okay. So Luke's faith in his friends and in his father give him the strength to resist the dark side. All Vader has is a master that he must obey. Yep. Right? It's... This is different. Their support networks are very different. Uh, Han and Leia get accepted into the Ewok tribe, and they all fight together to defeat the Empire. But there's a couple other things going on. So there's also obviously an undercurrent about personal redemption. Yes. It's Vader. basically Luke the whole time saying that he knows there's good in him. Yeah, uh, it's not really. doesn't seem to be based on a lot. Uh, 
there's uh, the, George Lucas claims that there's a little bit of commentary on the Vietnam War going on here with the Ewoks banding together in their homeland to defeat the technologically superior empire. It doesn't, let's say that no other issues about the Vietnam War come up <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I guess a, a, a lower tech population is is in a war with a higher tech one. But other than that, I can't think of what it is. Uh, that said, I feel like the, the sort of combined total messaging in this one is uh, is probably stronger than in the last one at least um so i gave it as much as a seven wow okay yeah uh i disagreed um <laughs> and that's the point of the project that's why we're doing this yeah i had fake it till you make it and that's a three <laughs> well okay i'll I explain mean, it is, it is. Well, please do. <laughs> Luke just acts. It is the case that Luke goes around announcing that he's a Jedi, and then we find out that he's not. Luke acts super confident the whole time, even when he clearly has no fucking clue what's happening or what's going to happen after. I think he just, like, adopted a new point of view. Like, um, like he's speaking his power into the world or something. And Han has been like that from the first film, and he's still very much like that in this movie. Like, when he goes up to the... When they're about to ambush those guards, and he goes, don't worry about it, I got this. And Leia goes, I don't think you should go over there. And then he goes over there and fucks the whole thing up, and then they gotta yeah. get on the speeders. Yeah, I mean, well, if that hadn't happened, they never would have met those Ewoks. That's true. That's what, this is what I'm saying. They, they all fake it till they make it. Even the uh, Emperor, who, as point. we've talked about, clearly has no idea what's happening, but explains in every scene that he's foreseen it, and he knows exactly what's gonna happen, and don't worry about it. Except the one time when Vader's like, uh, my son's on that shuttle, I can feel it, and he says... No. Curious that I have not. <laughs> it's, you must be. Uh, you're too close to the to the situation, and fuck! I can't believe I didn't detect him. And it's really you. You. You need to get your head on straight. I um, really fucking. I looked right at that shuttle. Weird. <laughs> uh, I mean, there is like you said. There's the general theme of redemption, which is really only visited at the end of the film, because otherwise it is just Luke every once in a while saying to somebody, "I know there's good in him." And nothing else backing it up or having to do with that idea. Um, and that didn't seem like enough for the whole movie to be about that. So I just went with everyone's got some crazy irrational confidence and it's taken them places in this universe. Yeah, you know, I looked at what I gave, the scores I gave for the other two movies, and I'm going to knock mine back down to a six. Okay. I think I've... I was, maybe I was real happy that it was over. <laughs> well, if only it was over. That'd be really well, sad to see something. That was a good point. Why don't hey, you tell me? Are these about... other are these first three ones even longer than this film? The yes, episodes one through three. Okay, uh, they may not all be longer than this one, but on average, they are certainly longer than the first three. That's a problem. Uh, execution uh, in terms of finishing a trilogy and completing Luke's arc, I'm not really sold on it. It seems like all the development Luke goes through in order to have the right temperament to win this shit either <laughs> happened. Off yeah, it either happened right at the end of the last one or in between films off screen. He shows up and he's just different. He's already crazy overconfident and he's he's, he's got like, a haircut and better clothes <laughs> and he's just uh just knocking dudes out with the force left and right. Yeah, and he's like he heeds Yoda's words this time. He's not like a real whiny piece of crap like in the last movie. So it, this chapter like 
because he's already like that when the movie starts, it feels like it's an inevitable ending rather than anything more emotionally meaningful or surprising that takes place during the film. Luke's plan in Jabba's palace seems crazy impatient. He sends in all of his buddies one by one in quick succession with different schemes going on, like all in the <laughs> same afternoon. I would definitely assume this was some fake shit if I were Jabba. Like, no crap he was waiting behind the wall as Leia did her business. Like, oh, really? Another visitor came with some terms for me? Okay, well, I guess I'm having a busy afternoon. Oh, we haven't caught Chewbacca in years, and this uh, bounty hunter I've never heard of show, shows up with him? <laughs> yeah, this tiny this tiny little Breen bounty hunter. I know she's not a Breen, but there's definitely some biting in Star Trek, because that's what that guy looks like. Um... If anything, he should like shouldn't he have sent in Leia and Chewie and Lando first? Cause they he sends the droids. I know this is a lot. He sends the droids in, and the droids ask for Han, and then he turns them down, and then he probably expects that another play for Han's going to be made. Oh, but wouldn't you think? Wouldn't you think that would put him on guard? I guess he needed the droids to translate for F- Leia's fake alien, but then she should have just come in with the droid anyway. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um. The bad guys in Star Wars don't execute people as much as they should. They always <laughs> Im- imprison the good guys and really take their time with the shit. Well, it is for sure the case that in the first one, when Tarkin said he wanted he wanted Leia terminated immediately, uh, <laughs> a lot happens. Was, there was like quite a bit of quite a bit of time after that. She was just hanging out in jail. Yep. But the good guys always kill really quickly. Like as soon as they see a bad guy on the screen, they they fucking dice him up. Unless it's Darth Vader, because there's good in him, but. Um, so it does make you wonder who are the good guys and who are the bad guys sometimes. (laughs) Some of these beasties are very labyrinth level. Like, that pig soldier guy really made me wonder what I was watching. And then he all his buddies. It's really uh, just about as bad as the original alien makeup got. These pig men. Yeah, I mean, Salacious Crumb is such an obvious weird little muppet. Um... And the speeder shit in the forest is bad. Like, parody level SNL bad. Oh, but yeah, it's that reverse projection, like, 1920s technology. (laughs) Yeah, this is some fucking Hitchcock shit. (laughs) What's his excuse? He's supposed to be on the cutting edge of graphics, and that's what we spend, like, fucking 15 minutes on total. There's so much speeder work in this movie. It's also just really distracting how obvious it is that they just went up to any of the redwood forests around here and mm-hmm. put a camera really low to the ground. <laughs> yep. It was just like swooping a couple of inches off the ground. Uh, that being said, I do think the stuff with Vader and Luke works, and that's a surprise to me because they only have a couple of scenes together by the end of this trilogy. For some reason, it is sort of affecting the way he can't help but... Um, save his son in the end and all that stuff well you love a mr met style slow head move with obscured face to uh, display emotion that's what i said is non-emoting terror at watching his son get zapped his fucking blank mask ah the leia is his sister stuff it feels very poorly thought out um <laughs> the ewok stuff feels very weirdly imperialistic and gross but i don't know those dudes are really cute so I found it to be kind of a mixed bag of a film. Do you mean because they roll in there like Cortez? Yep. 
and the C-3PO is like, I don't know, man. I don't want to pretend to be their god. And everyone else is like, fucking do it. Tell him you're god and you're mad at him. Even worse, he says it's against his programming to pretend to be god. But then they go, nah, though. And he goes, yeah, I guess. All right. (laughs) I guess it's not (laughs) against my programming. You totally caught me on that lie. (laughs) Uh, I gave it a five. Uh, Well, this is one where we're a little farther apart then. Okay. Um, this is, first of all, it's a long movie. It felt very ha- long. Hans Rescue takes up most of the first half, and although it's presented as a plan that Luke and R2 and probably Leia hatched, it seems to rely entirely on odd coincidences to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yoda seems to die because he read the script. <laughs> yeah, again, he was able to hold out just enough. He was walking around when Luke got there. <laughs> and like, then he ah. just said, mm. And so he's bragging, too. And he he's, fucking laid down and then just gone. He's fucking bragging when he gets there. He's like, when 900-year-olds you are, look this good, you will not, and all this shit. Yeah. And then, like, fucking three minutes later, he's like, Sky <laughs> Like, I know that he went into the Force, but Obi-Wan didn't have a weird feeble period before he just disappeared. No, <laughs> he disappeared so fast, Vader had to kick his robe around. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Obi-Wan, his relativism is embarrassing. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Emperor doesn't seem at all worried about anything that's going wrong with his plan the whole time. He just knows that his his personal power means that his super complicated Operation Tengo am- ambush plan <laughs> uh-huh. is going to succeed. Yep. The Rancor fight, the speeder bike chase, lots of the Ewok fight scenes are all filler. Yeah. The special edition changes are actively irritating. <laughs> yep. This is definitely the weakest of the original three. I gave it a three. Okay, that's fair. It's all fair. Um, what about world building? Uh, some, but by now it's a pretty lived-in universe, and they're not really trying to introduce new concepts. So we see the fear of and reverence for the Emperor among his officers. We see inside Jabba's organization and palace, although that all blows up at the end. Yep. Uh, hibernation sickness, Obi-Wan's new version of the story of Vader, and the uh, hiding of the Skywalker children. I'm a little bit surprised he doesn't accuse Luke of getting him with a gotcha question. <laughs> he handles it all so badly. <laughs> uh, everyone's a general. Yeah. Uh, energy shields, force lightning, a celebration throughout the galaxy at the Emperor's death. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a four. Okay. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, it's so good they built it twice, as we already talked about. We uh we peep a snapshot of the code the shuttle uses to get into the Death Star in the beginning, and those are definitely not Roman alphabet characters in that message. No, it's Orabesh. Yeah, Orabesh. I don't know what that is. It's like alphabet. It's named for the first two letters. Ah. <clears throat> Mm, a C-3PO, not designed for mobility, huh? <laughs> that dude is fucking slow. Like, R2 is not moving fast, and he just leaves this dude in the dust over and over again. He is still, by far, the most credible of all of the other droids, though. When you <laughs> the, In the fucking droid torture room, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those guys look like uh, Chuck E. Cheese-level <laughs> animatronics. Uh, yeah, the droids in that that whole scene are not amazing. The fucking, the red hot thing never even touches that droid's feet. 
Yeah, but it's so hot he can feel it. Yeah, I know. Um, that's another thing. The droids being branded seem to feel pain. Yeah. So <laughs> <Why>? that sucks. <laughs> and again, droid torture seems like a big part of Jabba's operation, which is just <laughs> odd. Like, why bother? You could They're just droids. like you could just wipe their memory or whatever. Like, why torture them? There's such a thing as a restraining bolt. Yes, and I what's, said, what's up with the torture? What is a restraining bolt in this movie's terms? Because I know I think I think we get more into it in one of the side movies, but in this movie they just say the term. Um, Jabba's got a hookah or a bong or something. Uh, he eats little frogs and shit. Uh, he's like got he's, a thing for human women. <clears throat> he likes he likes he likes the ladies, and they all seem like they're not. I don't understand what the compatibility would be. He just seems like a big old slug, so I don't know how it works. But uh, you mentioned he's immune to the old Jedi mind trick. Uh, big old sand trawlers, or fucking hovercraft of some kind. Um, those turrets have an amazing agility. You can even shoot your own platform with them. You can shoot your own ship. Yeah. Uh, it strongly suggests that they were not. Uh, Custom built for that, right? Someone like, just he, threw he those things up. on the black market, and they built the barbette for them themselves. And they went, "What? You want this to go 360 degrees, right? <laughs> this will never come back to bite our." All right. Um, the fish guys seem to be running the show in this alliance, but then wait, I saw a lady in a robe, so maybe she's running the show. I don't know. With the rebels, I, I just, it's a very there's again that at when Admiral Akbar calls to general Maydeen. he seems to be running the show but also they made L- lando and han generals you, know, you don't need to be a general to command 20 people that's too it's too high a rank it's excessive they could have just made him a colonel uh many bothans or bothans died to bring the info about the emperor being on the death star i don't know who those guys are even though it was planted data yes i wonder if he made them die if he asked oh, them it could to. be he probably would have cackled about it if he had like, good, good. Um, Endor, as we talked about, is either a sanctuary or forest moon. Um, General Lando once did a cool maneuver at the Battle of Denev, but we don't learn more about that. Um, or ten, ten, Tenav or something. I don't think it's Denev. I didn't see did it you on not, the screen. You did not have the closed captioning on? I did, but as you know, I spend at least 75% of the film looking at something else. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> Um. Anyway, he doesn't talk about it, so we don't know what that means. Uh, again, no details on those two fucking gestures the Emperor always has around. Like, where are they in the hierarchy? What's their job? What's happening there? I don't know. He seems to go over and talk to them after he sends Vader away. And yeah. it's like, are these guys above Vader? Because it seemed like Tarkin was above Vader. And are they like, are they like the eunuchs? Are they worming their way into his organization? So that they yeah, can... it's a good question. Was there a secondary rainbow? <laughs> what about the roosters? Let's hear about did, them. <laughs> did a rooster lay an egg? Uh, again, I don't love the rebel helmets. I don't know what they're doing. I don't understand them. Um, uh, everything about the Ewoks. Three uh, PO lies and says it's against his programming to impersonate a deity. Um, making your own lightsaber is some kind of milestone on the way to being a Jedi. It would be cool if we found out how he learned how to do that then. Yep, but that's obviously off screen. Uh, and Ewok makes a drum out of Imperial helmets, which is kind of dark. Um, 
Well, these guys are, they were going to eat Han Solo, for sure. They look delicious. And Chewbacca and Luke, probably. Chewbacca, I think you definitely want to skin. It's just a lot of fur it, on that. Boy, thing. it really seemed like they were just going to let that burn off, and that must stink. <laughs> yep. Uh, given the scenes of the whole galaxy celebrating in the end, are we now led to believe the Empire's finished? No, no Palpy equals no more Empire, no more bad guys? I think. I mean, that or the Stormtroopers fucking took the night off. Yeah. And didn't suppress all of those huge parades and demonstrations and fireworks displays. Uh, I thought there was enough there to, to rate a five. As much as a five. Speak to me on the matter of characterization. Mm, I will try. Um, the, like you said, this guy in the beginning, Commander whatever running that station, seems even more afraid of the Emperor coming to visit him than he is of Vader. Yeah, he was He was at least going to try to tell, make excuses with Vader. Yeah, he tells him how, how he needs more men or whatever. Uh, the Emperor is now micromanaging a lot more. Not just overseeing completion of the Death Star, but also Vader's efforts to turn Luke. But he's real sarcastic and shitty. Like, it's it's not enough to be the greatest force for evil in the galaxy. He's gotta be a real fucking turd about it. To everyone. He yeah. eats it, basically. Um, And then he really eats it when he gets thrown down that shaft. C-3PO is still a coward. He wants to give up after barely knocking on the door for one fucking quarter second at Jabba's palace. I mean, I get it. Um, again, you ever had to knock on somebody's door? You you hope they don't answer, right? Oh yeah, I mean, unless you're playing extreme ding dong ditch. <laughs> yeah, and if you lose, if they don't answer, they have to answer and look at you in the eyes. Um, uh, again, the stuff about programming. She's not allowed to play God, but um, I don't know. He does it a lot after that. Um, Luke just out here introducing himself as a Jedi these days. I guess there's nobody to dispute it. Um, also, this jerk gives away his two droid pals as part of a cool plan, but doesn't bother to tell C-3PO about it. No, no one let C-3PO in on the plan, which is probably smart. Yeah, he is kind of a loud mouth. Anyway, his confidence is wild in this film. Um, he just keeps saying, it'll be fine. I've got a plan. <laughs> Even when he obviously doesn't. He's told by Yoda that there's another Skywalker, and he doubts himself after his chat with Yoda. Says he can't do it, can't go on alone, but then he, you know, he bucks up. Um, he seems to suspect Leia is his sister, so he really has some explaining to do. And the stuff between Luke and Vader isn't without merit. Um, Leia's voice has gotten fucking husky in between these films. <laughs> For sure. When she takes off that helmet and says... Someone who loves you. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> Her voice was actually a little bit more pleasing in that un in under that fucking alien helmet. Um, okay, but what about when she was talking to Tarkin and had a British accent for no reason? <laughs> she had to be I mean, we know him. what reason. She just was to taunt him. She was just going to do a British accent the whole fucking time until her planet got blown up. Then she kind of <laughs> lost the thread on that, but... Um, she risks her life to save Han, but maybe she knows Luke's gonna come in and do some Jedi shit if she fails, so maybe it's not that big a risk. She knows the bad guys ain't gonna kill her, they're gonna, you know, imprison her or whatever. Uh, she chokes Jabba to death, which is sort of gruesome. She's a, an action hero again in this, jumping on speeders without hesitation and chasing dudes through the jungle, um, which I always enjoy. 
She thinks she remembers her kind, beautiful, sad mother who died when she was very young. Yep. Very young, it turns out. Maybe that's just Bail Organa's wife, though. <laughs> I think so. It must be it. She should say, <laughs> Luke should be able to figure that out. I guess they didn't tell him. They should have told him, like, how it went down. Yeah, think... well, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Chewie and Han have a sweet reunion. Chewie's kind of in the movie after that. He's not really in any of these three movies. He, like, you know, he leads him into that trap and he kills some guys in a walker, but, like... Yeah, no, he really just kind of is Han Solo's dog. Yeah. He's not... There's not much to that guy. Frozen Han did indeed end up getting back to Jabba's palace. Even Han doesn't think of Luke as a Jedi Knight. He just straight laughs when Chewie says that he's a knight and he's going to come save you. <laughs> he's yeah. like, yeah, okay. Uh, he does start to get jealous again when Luke gets back. Um, his He has a funny feeling about never seeing the Falcon again, and that doesn't really pay off in any way. No. He looks at it, and he's like, I just get the feeling I'll never see her again. And then everything turns out fine, so... <laughs> I don't really understand what the point of that was. Um, Han is still pissy about Leia and Luke, but at least restrains himself in the Ewok village. I guess that's growth. Um, same thing after the big battle, but he, you know, he never actually gets to the point where he's a cool dude. No, not really. He just does a good job of keeping a lid on his shittiness. Jabba seems upset about that monster getting killed, the Rancor, but obviously not as much as shirtless guy. Um, but apparently that was a real blow to him, because you're right, he just goes, to the fucking desert! You killed my monster! (laughs) (laughs) I've had enough of this. And he dies in this one as well, Boba Fett goes down like a punk bitch, Yoda is just waiting for Luke to come back so he can die, it seems. He also tells Luke he's not a Jedi yet, but I don't think Luke cares what anybody has to say about that. Yoda isn't here to talk about the past, as I said. He's too sleepy. <laughs> Old Ben straight sucks. A certain point of view is a wild thing to say to Luke. He fucking doubles down by saying, essentially, it's all relative. I, um, but I love that he says from a certain point of view, and Luke says to him, a certain, certain point, point of view? Of view. <laughs> like they have the characters say to the writers, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I love when writers tell on themselves, when they have people in the story go, this is dumb. And then Obi-Wan has to say to him, is life art or, or is art, art life? life? I don't know. Um, uh, when Luke says, again, when Luke says he can't kill his father, old Ben gives him a look like, are you fucking real? Go out there and kill your dad. Hey, do you remember how these idiots blew up a whole planet? <laughs> a whole, I mean, billions of people. I just wonder what the direction is on that scene. And you're just annoyed by Luke now. You really want him to go fuck himself, even though you're a ghost and he's your last hope and you have been lying to him his whole life. (laughs) Um, Vader says some stuff about the power of the dark side in this one, but it actually sounds less like a threat, less like a lure, and more like a feeble apology for being Vader and not Anakin. Doesn't it? And I thought that was effective. The way he says it is like, uh, but, you know, this dark side, it's uh, it's got me by the balls. And, like, I tried like I tried to go cold turkey. I was dark I was dark side sober for, like, six months. But I always, I, I always fall off the wagon. Um, obviously, he has his big redemptive moment when he saves Luke and throws the Emperor overboard and then dies. Um, so, given that the main 
relationship, I guess, in this film is supposed to be Luke and Vader, and that I did find that piece effective, I gave it as much as a six. Um, I, uh, I mean, I agreed in general. I'm also a six. The, a lot of Luke's confidence at the beginning must be a bluff, because he definitely feels overwhelmed after his talk with Yoda. Mm-hmm. But he, you know... He carries out the plan, basically. He turns himself in, rejects the dark side, redeems his father, etc. I thought Vader's deathbed redemption was pretty paper-thin, where yeah. he's like, um, you were right about me. Tell your sister you were right. <laughs> yeah, he wants it all his way. <laughs> don't. Right in the history of books about what yeah. a great hero I was. Can you try to gloss over some of my minor genocides, please? When they come for my statues, tell them about how you're proud of your family's history. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, you already talked a lot about Han telling, uh, you know, gallantly telling Leia he'll, he'll get out of the way. <laughs> he thinks that won't be in the way. He's a fucking Jonathan Frakes of this movie, dude. He really thinks he's got this thing figured out. He's fucking cracked the fucking code. <laughs> uh, Leia has somehow always known. Also, she wins over this Ewok pretty quick. Mm-hmm. She just takes her helmet off and says, I'm not going to hurt you. Gives him a little snack. Come on. Come on over. I got jerky. Yeah. I got beef jerky. <laughs> uh, Lando's got a weird little buddy, too. I thought yeah. that was interesting. We don't know who that guy is, what's, and I don't want to know guy's him. that story? Let he's me got, know about that guy. He's got a weird fucking face. And he wears uh, an outfit that seems like it's Han Solo's old vest or something. <laughs> it's true. A very similar vest. Just over a red shirt. He left an extra vest in the, in the fucking closet in the cockpit, and the dude saw it and went, "Oh hell yeah, I'm wearing this." And that's a sweet vest. It'll but look he, good with my folded over cheeks. He said it in whatever his weird alien language is. Yeah. Uh, dude, I think he is Solistan. Oh boy. And that's where the fleet was massing was near Solist. Oh, cool. Maybe they picked him up there. This is like a local. Lando just rolled in and was like, I like your style. I need six of you. And just pointed at him. Oh, boy. Um, I got a few quick hitters. All right. Go for it. Let's start right at the top. After this conversation with the Death Star commander, Vader just walks off. Mm-hmm. Does he have a little egg bedroom on this Death Star? <laughs> it's built in. It's in the plans, I'm sure. But they, they must have put that in pretty... Pretty early on, huh? Because uh, the thing is not finished, but he knows where to go. We've talked about it. That's where he watches his sexy cartoons. <laughs> he has to go in there. Uh, pig matter not credible. More special edition nonsense with this song by uh, Drool Mouth and Big Lips. <laughs> I didn't learn all their names. They're part of the Max Rebo band. Uh-huh. Um... I mean, I did like when that guy goes, that part I liked, you know. <laughs> Although his CGI was also not credible. That's extremely bad, yeah. yeah. Hey, Salacious Crumb uh, thinks Jabba's a fucking hoot, huh? <laughs> Either that or he's he laughs like, it up so good. He's like the world's, the galaxy's greatest sycophant. Yeah. You got it, boss! Also, uh, we've covered it extensively, but one of the all-time great Star Wars names. Salacious Crumb's pretty fucking baller as a name. Yeah. It's kind of wasted on that little monkey guy. He's a terrible Muppet. It's not a good Muppet. Do you think that Han heard 3PO say 
delusions of grandeur at one point off screen and thought that was pretty cool? <laughs> or is it George Lucas who thinks it's a pretty cool thing to say? God, it, that definitely sounds like George. Yeah. Yeah. It was so important to Lucas to make the Sarlacc look less like Vagina Dentata and more like Petey Piranha. <laughs> he did kind of. Like, think about the money that they spent on the Sarlacc for the special edition. Yeah. And then ask yourself, why? Yeah. <sighs> now, what was the rescue plan? Uh, to get Han? Yeah, was uh, Leia supposed to get caught? To, like, buy Han a few extra hours to recover from the hibernation sickness? The whole time I'm thinking, oh, he's... Okay, so he brought Chewie in, and then they'll have, like, extra muscle in there, and they'll because they'll have to bust out, and they got Leia will be in there, too. But, like... And R2. But, like, what if the bad guys were finally bad and just killed him on the spot? Or, like... Like, how did they know they were going to end up out there in the desert? Yeah. How did Luke know that R2 would end up on the sail barge serving drinks? What if he was just having his feet burned in the basement? Like, why does his lightsaber was nowhere to be found? Like, what does Lando even do until they're already out there and he's got his lightsaber? Like, maybe have Lando hang back with R2 and Chewbacca. I guess they need Chewbacca for the Leia part of the plan, but that plan doesn't really go anywhere. Man, I don't know. I figure I kill everyone in there and then I unfreeze what's his name. Like, if there's no scene where he's, like, making eye contact with Lando and then saluting R2, the whole thing just seems like he got lucky. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes it seem like it was all a plan. But he keeps saying it's a plan, and everyone keeps saying, don't worry, Luke's gonna come, he's got a super good plan. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But he knew that that British (laughs) HR droid would send R2 (laughs) to the sail barge, and that he would get executed by Sarlacc? Did he know Leia was going to become a fixture in the court? In her bikini? It's all very very interesting. Maybe it's just bad writing. Yep. Uh, Obi-Wan disappeared into the Force and was in Luke's head seconds later telling him to run. Yoda goes into the Force, too, but I guess he's going to need a minute, huh? (laughs) Because... We don't see him again till the end, and he doesn't have anything to say. Well, here's the thing. See, old Ben was awake when he went, but Yoda was napping. (laughs) So he stayed in a nap for a while on the other side. Yeah, finish up his nap, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. He napped through the whole final battle. Uh, We see Chewie and Leia and Luke all volunteer to go on the ground mission Mm -hmm. with Han Solo. Um, but R2 and 3PO are along for the ride, too. Did they, did they volunteer? Or I think it, you know. they're just property, huh? They don't yeah. even get asked. The droids. They just gotta go on this mission. The good guys in Star Wars have a lot of blind blind spots, we're gonna call them. That's what yeah. Iowa coach Kirk Ferenc calls it when he's, like, not nice to black people. He calls it a blind spot. Um, <laughs> so, they got a lot of blind spots, and one of them is how they deal with droids, which do seem to be sentient but yeah. are definitely treated like they are property yeah for sure what kind of leather do you think these ewoks are wearing uh yeah what kind of animals we got out here i mean there's whatever they have all trussed up as bait yep maybe some but, kind of deer or moose or yeah, something something like that i just they were excited to eat people <laughs> isn't it 
Is it a cannibal sanctuary? Oh. Is that human leather? That's all I want to know. <laughs> or Ewok leather. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, what could it possibly mean for Endor to be the sanctuary moon? Hey, this is why you don't hire a space smuggler and his dog to lead your strike team, because they fall into obvious traps. <laughs> yeah, they both fuck up on that fucking moon. Yeah. Causes a lot of problems. Where did the Ewoks get this dress for Leia? Who? Whose dress was it before this? They've clearly... Did they eat that lady? She's the lady in the trap, I think. I think her meat is the meat that Chewbacca smells. Rough. Yep. That's a rough concept. That's why they were so ready to eat these other things. Like, oh, we just ate one of those and it was really good. Yeah. We're definitely going to eat these guys. I mean, not that big hairy one. We'll see what he tastes like. But we're going to eat those two for sure. Why does C-3PO give the Ewoks the 45-second version of Star Wars to date? How come we're why not that we lucky? Why didn't we just come in at the end of the story? Yeah. Why did we have to see him do the whole story from beginning to end? And it's like, he missed a lot of it. Yeah. These little these little fuckers must be extremely bloodthirsty to go to war based on this TV guide synopsis that he gave them. They're really fascinated by the whole story to the point where they fucking they get, they make them a part of a fucking tribe yeah. after that forty five seconds. When I was watching this with Katie, she asked why Leia never learned to use the Force, and I had to tell her. No, she did. Stay tuned. No. <laughs> she did she did and she knows what she has to do they're both true <laughs> somehow i've always known <laughs> all the times i kissed you it was just like the 2010s pornography i used to watch <laughs> it was trendy in other parts of the culture as well yeah. incest was a thing what if han and chewy they get access to the shield generator room Yep. And they go in there and start setting charge. What if they just blown the shield generator right away? Yeah, I don't really... Uh, I, again... The, uh, this weird backdoor ambush plan where about six or seven minutes later, a bunch of guys come storming in and catch them from behind? Risky! Yes, for sure. And I, what if they'd been real quick blowing up the shield generator? I do spend some time looking not at the screen, and so I was a bit confused when they tried to go back in the shield room, and I was like, weren't they just in there, though? Like... What yeah, happened they got, in there? They got forced out by that second wave of troopers. Like, what were they doing in there? Why didn't they blow it? What Were they just hanging out? Mm. And, um... Good thing everyone all over the galaxy heard about the death of the Emperor all at once, and they were ready to go with a parade. Because <laughs> it certainly seems like that's happening during the Ewok party that night. Yeah, and you're right. It does not seem like it is a spur-of-the-moment celebration. It seems like... The word got out. People were prepared. Yeah. Uh, and finally, I guess Luke figured out who Hayden Christensen is via context clues? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't understand why when they did that they had to make... Why? Why does he need to be Hayden Christensen in that? I, I can't think of a single reason. It's wild. It's It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't look like when Luke saw him... like. I know that the idea is because he became Darth Vader at that, but like that's when he was last Jedi Knight, Anakin uh -huh. Skywalker. But then it's like, so I guess that redemption didn't count then, huh? <laughs> that's right. Yep. You rolled uh, it but all also, back. Luke, Luke doesn't get a look on his face like, who the fuck is that? Who's that guy who's my age? Is that, uh, 
Is that supposed to be me? Guys, that doesn't even look like me. You're not Am doing I dead? it right. Yeah, did I die on the Death Star? Is this, is this like in Walk Hard when uh, when the, the manager dies during the concert and appears on stage as a horse <laughs> ghost? That's right. Uh, yeah, and then also it's like, well, they let Hayden Christensen be in these. Why didn't they let... What's his name? Ewan McDonald. Yeah. Why didn't Where's they let him McDonald? come back and do his Force Ghost bit? Why didn't they update this, the fucking CGI on the Yoda one? Where's Liam Neeson's? He's the one who figured out how to do it. Yeah, he gets no credit. He figured it out after he died, guys. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is? Without any kind of corporeal form? To just figure out how to come back as a Force Ghost? I gave Best Actor to Palpatine. I would understand giving it to the guy in the Vader costume. Hmm. Yeah, he does. You know, really for that one good, good scene, job. just like he did in the last movie, where he does some good hand acting, and you go, "God damn, this guy in the Vader suit is killing it." Uh, worst actor, the dancer with the extra breasts. Yeah, wasn't so good. She did not seem like she wanted to be there or to dance. So, <laughs> well, I didn't want to be there either. Yeah, I get it. <sighs> Quick hitters, Matthew. Yeah, how did Angry Birds get away with their green pig guys? That's a good question. Really feels like they were stepping all over this IP, and these guys, I think, are pretty money hungry. So it's yeah. How come Kenner crazy. didn't come after them? They must have. They must have the rights to sell uh, p- yeah. green pigmen toys. Right. Maybe they did. Maybe we look into it. They they signed off on it. Uh, this jizz music before the the new CGI alien singer, it felt a little bit bluesier. But I don't know if they changed it. Uh the one where the guys playing the. Uh, <laughs> It's like a, uh, oh, geez, it's like a melodica, but he's playing it with his mouth. Yeah, yes. Um, and then, it, so I didn't know whether they called this, like, what they call this Jews jizz. No, oh, yeah, like. I don't know. And then, anyway, um, her song, uh, the la- the lady singer, it sounds very soul. It's a soul song. So they've got a lot going on here. Um, Ewoks have clearly seen American gladiators. They straight <laughs> fucking cannonball into these stormtroopers. Like a college professor feeling her mid-30s would do it into, like, ice or lace. You know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I haven't been... I, I haven't. don't have a lot of thoughts about the makeup of American Gladiators <laughs> contestants like you do. All right, largely college professors who are like, I'm in my mid-30s and I feel young. And they, they, they go on American Gladiators and get concussions. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, the rest of this I've said throughout our, throughout our thing. <laughs> I think we did it. And we didn't get any notes from um, from Barry and Shannon, so we're I think we we get out of this one pretty quick, much quicker yeah. than this stupid movie. Uh, I gave it a nineteen. You gave it a nineteen. The total oh. is thirty eight. Uh, reminder: bad. Empire was forty two. New Hope was fifty three. So okay, it's a, a fair drop from from episode four to episode six. Yeah, and next but, we're gonna well, do one. Hey, let's. And- hey, I'm excited to see what the score is when we do episode one a month from now we're gonna see that guy we're gonna get to see there's lots of world building in it probably yeah we're gonna get to see the guys that you do the good impression of oh then the nemoidians the nemoidians (laughs) oh she can't do that (laughs) two jedi (laughs) mine's always half Watto. Yeah, that'll be exciting. We get to do characterization for Jar Jar Binks. So. Uh-huh, we get to all 
all of the great acting, your candidate list for worst actor is going to be extensive. Because oh, yeah. no one's acting in that. They're all reading. Is it C.O. Bibble <laughs> talking about how it can only be a prelude to invasion? Is it going to be that guy. <laughs> uh, any of the royal guards? So, yeah, we'll see. It's, it's going to be it's Brian Blessed. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> As Boss Nass? Yeah. <laughs> talking about the planet core. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what a month from now, whatever. You yeah, know, get around to it. Next week's a Star Trek week. I mean, in a way, it feels like a relief. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's see if it still does because it's week eighty-four, and if you're playing along at home, you should watch Data's Day. Oh, never mind. <laughs> it's not a relief anymore. Return to Grace. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a Ducat episode. Yeah, you told me that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, retrospect. I'm always bad. worried that there might be time travel. So who knows? Yep. And uh, Kirshara. We're finally going to find out what that Kirshara is and what it does and all about Sirax Katra. You mean the artifact that I only sort of figured out existed when they picked it up off the ground? Yeah. And I went, oh, there's an artifact in this? What's happening? Yeah. That's the Kirshara. That's what yeah. the Vulcans have lost. We're so excited. That's what we'll be watching next week. Week after that, we'll uh, do a mailbag and maybe talk about some Billy Joel. It's going to be a month. <laughs> We're making a month of it. Thanks for playing, everybody. Oh, wait, no one played. You're Good on you. It was a smart decision. Thanks for not playing, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Uh, the Emperor explodes like a fucking bomb at the bottom, so I, at this point I'm like 45% sure he's gone forever. <laughs> it's Star Wars, <laughs> so you can't really go higher than that. Please subscribe.